Hello, and welcome to New Jersey Wedding Podcast. I'm Andrea, and I am a full-time professional wedding officiant located in New Jersey, and I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Um, it's a beautiful, rainy springtime day. I hope everybody is doing well, and your wedding plans are coming along nicely. So let's get started. Today, I'm going to talk about a wedding I had the pleasure to officiate at Blue Heron Pines Country Club in Galloway, New Jersey. Now, this is a golf country club, so it's quite beautiful. It is your very traditional country club. The ceremony space outside is beautiful, overlooking the green hilly golf course. They have a beautiful... Um, white arbor or arch that the bride and groom can decorate, you know, have their florists decorate. So it's a really beautiful area. I'll start by saying uh, the package that this couple chose was my standard package, which is really all you need at a venue like this, because you do not need to hire your officiant to come and, um, do your rehearsal for you, coordinate your rehearsal for you at a venue such as Blue Heron Pines or any upscale venue. They always come with their own banquet manager. That person is the one that will be in charge of doing your rehearsal. And that's also the same person that will be there on your day of your wedding to line everybody up and tell them when to walk. Now, of course, your officiant should arrive early on the day of your ceremony so they can touch base with everyone and see if there's anything they need to know um, that happened at the rehearsal, any changes of any kind. And also your officiant should be there early enough to touch base with everyone and make sure they're comfortable and see if anybody wants to review anything. However, your rehearsal is a practice of how everybody enters, where they stand, and how they exit, the processional and recessional. So you don't need your officiant there when you have a banquet manager in charge of that. I only do rehearsals if you've rented out, you know, a barn or um, a facility that does not come with its own banquet manager, or maybe you're having a backyard wedding or you've rented out a park. So uh, this was just my standard package, which is a full and complete package. It includes a personalized ceremony. And this couple, we did take a lot of time creating their ceremony. Um, it was this couple, they had actually had to uh, postpone their ceremony twice because of COVID. Uh, you know, during... Um, the, uh, you know, the, the hard time of the pandemic, of course, there were a lot of cancellations and it, that was based on um, just not being able to gather or being able to gather as many people as you wanted, or then they couldn't dance. And, and then now I get postponements because maybe the bride or the groom or a parent or somebody that can't miss the ceremony test positive for COVID. So 
I'd like to mention at this point that it's very important to check and make sure that your officiant has a backup plan um, to have somebody cover for them should they get sick, whether it's from COVID or testing positive for COVID, or maybe they just get strep throat. There should be an emergency plan in place. And of course, most officiants have that, but it's very important to ask, what happens if you can't make it to our ceremony? Do you have a backup plan? Um, and of course, I do. I have uh, a list of emergency officiants, and everybody's ceremony is done at least two weeks in advance. So the same beautiful ceremony we've created together can be done, performed by another officiant. It would be ready to hand off. I'm going to say I'm very lucky. I have not had to cancel or get an, you know, somebody to fill in for me, at least not yet. I'm knock wood that that never happens. So as we created this ceremony, I, I did work up a little thank you at the beginning to acknowledge um, the fact that people had to make arrangements for this two, three times. So I did say um, the bride and groom take this opportunity um, to say a sincere thank you. Whether you've traveled near or far, they are grateful that you've chosen to celebrate this special day with them. This past year has been challenging for everyone. Susie and Michael know that you're taking the time and making the journey took considerable effort for a good many of you. And they wanted you all to know the deep appreciation and gratitude that they feel in their hearts for this. It's my opinion that all ceremonies at the beginning, right after the greeting, should include a thank you to the guests for honoring them with your presence here today and, and their best wishes. Um, I also ask all of my couples if you would like to acknowledge any loved ones who have passed. And in this one, we did acknowledge the groom's beloved father, whose love and support will always be remembered and cherished. Uh, we're certain he is here with us in spirit as we celebrate this joyous occasion. I always ask um, when we're acknowledging somebody by name, what are a couple of the things you remember about them that you hold close to your heart? And this one was love and support. Maybe it's generosity and humor or whatever it might be, so that we stick a little personalization in there. And then one of the readings um, was the charge to the couple. All ceremonies include the charge to the couple. The charge goes right before the I do's, right before you ask that question. And the charge is words of advice. Um, so they chose this beautiful reading called Cherish Every Moment by Leslie Nielsen. I'd like to read this to you. I think it's beautiful. It's great, beautiful words of advice right before you ask the question. Today is the beginning of a dream, a day where two souls are woven together. Cherish every moment that life offers and celebrate every small pleasure Express your love at every chance and allow it to unfold gracefully. Show your devotion and dedicate your lives to the enrichment of each other. 
Strive always for honesty and integrity. Build upon your marriage daily and seek to understand each other. But above all this, draw upon the love you feel today and forever etch it in your hearts. So with this in mind, I now ask you, Mike, do you come before this gathering of friends and family to proclaim your love and devotion for Susie and so on? Um, I think that's a very beautiful reading for the charge. Um, then also, the groom has two children. So we acknowledged his children. And this acknowledgement of the children goes after the ring exchange. So you do the, the opening blessing, the charge to the couple, the I do's, the vows, the ring exchange. So now the couple has made their promises and exchanged their rings, sealed the promises with the ring. And now this is the perfect time to acknowledge the children. And this is the wording that I used for their ceremony. Often marriage is viewed as a union of two people. Yet marriages not only unite the couple, it unites the families as well. And with the changing structure of what a family is in today's world, we are offered unique and wonderful opportunities to simply increase the number of loving, caring relationships that we have in our lives. The bride and groom would like to take this moment to recognize the significant role that Mike and Leslie play in this marriage celebrated today. And Susie and Michael, it is the strength of your love that shall nourish you all together as a family. You are a family drawn together by love and held together by devotion. I love those words when you are combining families, but there are many ways to acknowledge children in a ceremony. And that's certainly something you should work with your, your officiant on. Um, and then the, there's there was a blessing. They, they chose this beautiful blessing. Um, okay, I'll take a moment and read it to you. Uh, so there's traditionally a blessing right before you pronounce the couple. And this blessing reflects what we wish for them going forward as a married couple because they've made their promises and exchanged their rings. So now the wording changes and this is what we wish for them going forward. And a blessing upon your marriage is from a poem titled The Promise. Within this blessed union of souls, where two hearts intertwine to become one, there lies a promise perfectly born, divinely created, and intimately shared. It is a place where the hope and majesty of beginnings reside, where all things are made possible by the astounding love shared by two spirits. As you each hold the other's hand in this promise and eagerly look into the future in each other's eyes, May your unconditional love and devotion take you to places where you've both only dreamed, where you will dwell for a lifetime of happiness, sheltered in the warmth of each other's arms. And then you go right into the pronouncement, your two hearts now beating as one, your two souls now deeply joined anew. Walk forward together forever hand in hand. May your marriage be a lifelong celebration of love. 
Now that the rituals are complete, you have made your promises and exchanged your rings. May your lives together be filled with love and laughter. By the power vested in me as an officiant and the laws of this state, I now pronounce you husband and wife. So I will say there's more to this ceremony, obviously, that I didn't read. But unfortunately, because this was held in July and it was an extremely hot day, it was so hot that um, the bride and groom asked me if I could cut the ceremony short, as short as possible, because they were worried about people fainting and the venue did not have a backup space inside, an air-conditioned backup space inside, which was a real bummer. Um, the guests were uncomfortable sitting in the sun. There was no shade over them. There was no awning. And there was no place inside. Um, so here's my advice. <laughs> Everybody always thinks of rain uh, ruining their outdoor wedding plans. But also think of extreme wind and heat. So it was so hot, we had to cut the ceremony short, which was a bummer because I worked closely with the couple to create this ceremony that reflected their love for each other. So we had to do that. Um, so that was kind of a con. This is just a beautiful, beautiful venue. And the staff is top notch. They were really great but there was no backup. Well, you know what? I don't know. Maybe the bride and groom were so set on having their ceremony outdoors that they didn't ask about a backup location. They had the whole venue inside. Obviously the reception was inside, but their cocktail hour was also in this outdoor area that had just a roof over it, this wood roof over it. I will post some pictures on my Instagram and Facebook page, which is um, New Jersey Wedding Podcast. Um, so you will see. And the cocktail hour, there were no fans. It was hot. Oh, it was so hot in there. So, you know, the ceremony and the cocktail hour were really kind of, you know, I don't want to say ruined, but affected negatively <laughs> by the heat. Um with no relief in sight. Um, the other thing about the, the outdoor space, and certainly the staff is great. I think all you have to do is ask. It, you'll see in the pictures, and this is a problem, and it has nothing really to do with COVID. I think even before COVID, nobody wanted to be on top of each other. Look at the picture that I'll post there, the chairs for the ceremony. They are right next to each other. In fact, they set them up with the sides touching and they're, they're your basic, almost on the small side chair, just squeezed in there. Although the patio is huge and they could have easily been spread out more. No one wants to sit on top of somebody else. Give a little space, a little breathing room, let the people be comfortable. Make sure you leave enough space for the bride and groom up at the front so that they're not standing on top of the officiant so that you can, um, if the bride has a big dress, you can fan it out. You have room for that. 
so many of these venues don't think of that. So my advice is when you are looking at a venue, speak to them, say, I would like the chairs spread out comfortably. I would like enough room up front so that we have some space between ourselves and the officiant and my dress can be fanned out. There's no reason to be all squeezed in like that. And I am sure they would accommodate you because the staff at Blue Herring Pines is top notch. Now, the indoor area where they were having the reception was absolutely gorgeous and certainly air conditioned. I'm sure they had a fabulous reception and the food is really good too. And it's clean. If you listen to my podcasts and, um, you know, clean is, is big with me. I like clean spaces. I always check out the bathrooms. The bathrooms here were gorgeous and clean. Um, so that's always nice. You'll see in the pictures how beautiful it is. It's just a shame that there was no backup for the heat or in the cocktail area, like maybe big fans on the ceiling or, or something to help them out with the heat. But so I suggest when you're picking your venue, ask if they have backup area in case of rain or heat, excessive heat. Um, and then also ask for the ceremony area to be spread out a little more. I, um, let's see, I think that's it. Uh, I do recommend Blue Heron Pines. Those are just two things I would advise that you ask. I think it's a beautiful area, a beautiful venue, a great staff, and I'm sure these guys had a fabulous ceremony. So I want to know, did you have your wedding at Blue Heron Pines? Or did you attend a wedding there? I want to hear about it. And so do the listeners. Give us the scoop. We want to know about your wedding experience at Blue Heron Pines or anywhere. Did you have to use a backup for heat or rain? Share your experience. It can be heartwarming, a comedy, a tragedy, a oh no she didn't or oh no he didn't story. Share your advice. Is there something you did that you regret? Is there something you didn't do that you regret? Ask questions. Answer questions. Remember, I will never share your email, just your stories. So email me at Andrea at thisjoyous.com. That's A-N-D-R-E-A at T-H-I-S-J-O-Y-O-U-S dot com. Or leave a voicemail on my Anchor podcast site, New Jersey Wedding Podcast. And check out the pictures uh, of Blue Heron Pines on my Facebook, Instagram, and podcast website. They're all titled New Jersey Wedding Podcast. So peace, love, and be married. Uh, I'm Andrea, your local Jersey Shore wedding officiant. For this joyous occasion, officiating services. This podcast.
podcast is brought to you by For This Joyous Occasion, Officiating Services, located at the Jersey Shore and serving all of New Jersey. I provide religious, non-denominational, spiritual, non-religious, and interfaith personalized wedding officiant services. I am honored to work with couples of all faiths, traditions, and lifestyles. Check out my website at www.forthisjoyousoccasion.com. That's F-O-R-T-H-I-S-J-O-Y-O-U-S-O-C-C-A-S-I-O-N.com. Peace, love, and be married. Your local Jersey Shore wedding officiant.